So I want to use some of the wealth that I am going to create to understand where we came from. Welcome to the Valente Brotherhood podcast, hosted by me, Joseph Valente, where we make men become great again. So here's something that you might not know about me. I'm very interested in ancient civilizations. I'm a big believer that the human race is not the first race to have walked this planet. And that actually, some time ago, there was a much more advanced civilization that walked this planet. Now, as a businessman, as an entrepreneur, I have, an, I have ambitions to become a billionaire. People say, why do you want to be a billionaire? Because you're greedy. Because you're a capitalist. Because you... Um, you know, you want, you want, you want um, control. And some of those things are true. But actually, I'm more interested in being a billionaire because of the things that I can do with the wealth that I create. Once you own a billion pounds worth of assets or you have a billion pounds worth of liquidity then you can start to really make an impact globally in so many different sectors. That's why you see lots of billionaires, they get into philanthropy, they do charity work, they um, lobby governments, they try to influence policy, they get involved in all sorts of things all over the globe. Look at Richard Branson um, as one of those people. You know, he's um, trying to do way more than just business. He's trying to influence change everywhere. So the power that comes with having that kind of wealth um, is exciting. And if it's used correctly, you know, people have this stigma that billionaires are bad guys, but they're not. Most billionaires are people that are innovators. They want to change. They want to do good. They want to um, help people. And doing that at a large scale is what's allowed them to create their wealth. It's what's allowed them to create insane levels of wealth. I want that too. I, I want that too. So, I was chatting with my team the other day and we were thinking about um, podcasts and topics on podcasts and I was speaking about one of the things that I'm passionate about which is ancient civilizations and you know I'm obsessed with the pyramids and um, uh, ancient um, Mexico, Mesoamerica and um, Iraq which is um, ancient Sumeria and you know all of these um, amazing places across the globe that some of you may or may not have heard of that have got these incredible megaliths and a megalith is basically a stone structure um, that's been placed like like a Stonehenge or an Easter Island you may have seen that's in the, in the Pacific and um, uh, they've got like these crazy big heads yeah, that end up actually um, going into the ground by like two or three meters and they weigh tons and tons, like 80 to 100 tons. You know, people won't know that the pyramids were made up of two million stone blocks, each between um, two and 70 tons. And they were placed with such precision that when it got to the top of the spiral, it was... Um, it was only out by a fraction of an inch, something ridiculous, you know. It's perfectly level to a fraction of an inch. And these structures are not only um, jaw-dropping in their size and the feat of being able to build them, they're also placed in strategic locations. The pyramid aligns to true north. 
it's it's centrally um, placed right in the middle of the globe, and um, they also align the three pyramids of Giza to Orion's belt. You know, they're pointing directly at it. How on earth would you be able to create that level of precision in what we were taught in school was made by slaves? Um, yeah, we were slaves in school, that's for damn sure. Um, but we were taught in school that it was made by slaves. You know, that's because we didn't understand the magnitude of the blocks. Two to ten, two to 70 tons a block. There was a place in Lebanon called Barblek and um, it's got a stone block that's a thousand tons, and it's been cut perfectly square. There's um, examples of this all over um, all over the globe, and I came across this stuff six, seven years ago, and I've been um, incredibly interested in it for such a long time. A place in a, a place in um, um, in Mexico called Teotihuacan, which has um, got the um, pyramids of the sun. And, you know, they're these crazy ancient Aztec pyramids that are all lined up and they look like landing pads for um, an ancient spacecraft. And across the globe, there's all of these depictions of um, flying um, objects. They look like planes, they look like helicopters. And, you know, the ancient civilizations of this world were definitely not basic Stone Age human beings that we've been led to believe in. I want to become a billionaire because I want to I want to use my wealth to build teams of archaeologists to excavate um, these ancient sites further. You know, we know more about space than we do about our oceans. We know more about space than we do about our oceans. These oceans um, are thousands of feet deep, thousands and thousands of feet deep. What's down there? Why aren't we going down there? Why aren't we finding out what's down there? Maybe there's a race of um, aqua men, aqua women, as silly as it may sound, down there that don't want us to go down there. Um, I believe in aliens. I believe in alien races. I believe that um, those aliens walk amongst us already. I believe they're intertwined with governments. I believe that we're getting their te our technology from them. I, I genuinely believe that. I genuinely believe that. Our civilization has advanced so much in the last hundred years. You can't, you can't at any rate learn that much about technology at that pace without intervention. And if you look back to um, you know, the early ages of Sumeria, which was actually the, civil, the cradle of civilization, it wasn't ancient Egypt like we were taught in schools mostly, that's ancient Iraq. Um, you know, there were the Sumerians that were taught about um, agriculture and the first language was created in Sumeria called cuneiform, which they wrote on clay tablets. Um, they had um, draining systems. They had all, the, all of this type of stuff um, that's kind of stuff that we still use today. Now, where did they get that from? How did they learn that? Somebody intervened with that, in my opinion, with them, in my opinion, to be able to advance civilizations and if you go back across so many religions, if you go back across so many religions, from Hinduism to Christianity to Islam to these ancient myths and tales that we kind of believe were stories, there are so many that reference this great flood, this great deluge, yeah, this cataclysm that happened um, at a point in time that wiped a civilization away and only a few remained that rebuilt. And 
there are there are marks and clues of an ancient civilization left on this planet before the rebirth of civilization and it wasn't the birth of i believe it was the rebirth of civilization um uh six and a half seven thousand years ago that show that there was something greater now how did that civilization wipe itself out could have been similar um, circumstances to where we're taking our civilization currently. Could have been nuclear war, could have been um, climate change, could have been a catastrophe. There could be um, a creator watching us right now and saying, you had your chance, you had your shot, you know what, I'm going to take that away from you right now and I'm going to um, wipe the slate clean and I'm going to give a few of you an opportunity to rebuild this civilization and get it right. I've always had this theory that imagine if um, the creator, God, um, is above us, the divine, whoever it is to you, is above us and he's looking down and he's using earth as his map and he's saying, right, this is the civilization that's going to crack it. This time they're going to do it. But actually every time what he does is he sit and watches and he puts a few hum humans on the planet. He starts to teach them the basics of um, fire and hunting and all of this type of stuff. And he watches that civilization develop over time and over time. But then the same thing happens. Those civilizations Civilizations get greedy. They war with each other. They destroy each other. They ruin the planet. And so he has to wipe that slate clean and start again. And, you know, the earth is billions of years old. Billions and billions and billions of years old. And the universe is about 16 billion years old. And human civilization has been on this planet in our history books for around 6,000 years um, or, or slightly advanced. I think they've been around a lot longer as if you count um, Stonehenge, if you count um, Stone Age and Neanderthals and all of that type of stuff. So it's just a, it's just a, a, a speck on the spectrum of um, time that this thing's been going for. And so, you know, um, who knows um, what's been here before. So I want to use some of the wealth that I am going to create to understand where we came from. It really interests me. It really excites me. You know, this whole world that we live in right now is just, people think that it's just, it's, it, it literally is, you know, a matrix. It's just people get up, they go to work, they go home, they watch a TV, they just get stuck in this little life and this little routine. And if you look at the grander scale, the bigger picture, you know, we are on a planet, apparently, a floating um, ball in the middle of a vast space. And everything about this planet is beautiful. Everything about the human race, um, the human body is um, mind-boggling in its uh, levels of advancedness of how it can, you know, you can cut yourself and it will repair. You can, um, you know take two elements on this planet and turn it into fire. You can do all of these crazy things, yet people take for granted their opportunity of life and they just live this average, boring, you know, destructive um, existence. And I think that if we knew where we'd come from, if we were inspired about our past, if we saw the levels that we've been to, it would allow us to not only create a better civilization, a greater civilization, a civilization that lives in harmony, not one that's warring against each other, continuously creating havoc, creating pain, creating problems, 
we'd learn the lessons of the past. And I think it's in those lessons that would allow the human race to survive um, because, you know, you know what it's like. Humans will continue to make the same mistakes time and time and time again. And unless we um, learn, unless our consciousness gets raised, unless we um, wake up to the things that are going wrong, nothing's going to change. And so, you know, there's a bigger purpose there for me, and that is to create the wealth, to build a team of global archaeologists that um, find out where the fuck we came from. And I mean, look at Antarctica. Look at Antarctica. The biggest continent on the planet. Yeah, the biggest continent. Apparently covered in ice. But the global governments have a treaty that not one of them will claim it. Why on earth would they have a treaty? I mean, these are greedy governments, right? Look at what's happening in Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, they'll go to war over Crimea. Yeah, they'll go to war over the Donbass. China want to take over Taiwan. In the grand scheme of things, these are small pieces of land. Yes, they might be strategic, okay, but there ain't nothing more strategic than a whole fucking continent. And don't be telling me that no one wants to go there just because it's cold. Now, the world in World War II, Hitler had a, an obsession with Antarctica. And if you look into um, the, the Nazis further, this wasn't just about a world war. This was about... Um, uh, this was about... Hitler was looking for the keys to domination. And he knew that there were certain things placed on this planet or things that he could access that were way more advanced than um, basically what his enemies had. And he spent a lot of time, he had people going out, you know the Indiana Jones movies? Yeah, with the Nazis, and they were going out and finding these Templar Dooms and the Holy Grail. That shit's legit. They actually did that. That wasn't a film. It wasn't a movie. Yeah, he was sending people out to look for these competitive advantages in these ancient um, stories, in these myths, in these superpowers. And um, the Nazis took over Antarctica. They had bases there. They had a lot happening there. And, you know, the Nazis in the time were very, very advanced. They were extremely advanced. The technologies that they had, nobody else had. They were millions of miles ahead of their competition. Silly things like having machine guns when the British and the, um, the Alliance, the French and so on, only had single-shot rifles. They had... Machine guns. I mean, you know, what a competitive advantage. Their planes were superior, their trains, their boats, their um, submarines. They had access to way more um, than we did. Their missiles, it was all way more advanced. And um, it wasn't just down to their scientists. Anyway, you know, Antarctica, tell me what's going on there. There's something there. You know, there's something there that these guys are agreeing that nobody's going to claim it. Why? Who knows the exact answer? But why is nobody allowed there? Why is nobody allowed there? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Why can't, any, why can't you go and travel there? If it's just snow, why would they stop you? Yeah, people don't think about this stuff. People are like, oh yeah, it's just normal. Let's forget about that giant continent that we've got on our planet that no one's allowed to go to, that no one claims, that apparently is covered in ice. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's standard. Because people aren't thinking of the bigger picture. They're sweating the small stuff. They're not thinking about that. They're thinking about getting home and watching fucking Emmerdale. Yeah, the last person um, that watched Emmerdale that thought about Antarctica, those two things don't come across the same mindsets. Because a lot of people aren't awake. Maybe people don't want to know. Ignorance is bliss sometimes, you know. 
the more that I've learned, the more that I've researched, the more that I've realized that this whole deal ain't what we think it is. There's way more to this than what we believe. Is it the Matrix? Is it a, holo, uh, a, a hologram? Is it a... Um, is it a... Um, is it all make-believe? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, people like Elon Musk, one of the smartest dudes on the planet, he believes it could be a hologram. I think I'm using the right word, hologram. I think there's another word for it, but, you know, it's a hologram. If it is a hologram, then, you know, make it a good fucking hologram. That's what I would say. Make it a good fucking hologram. Yeah, make it exciting. Don't live in a shit virtual world. If this ain't real and we can manipulate it into whatever we want, then fucking manipulate it into being the greatest thing that you ever could create. You know, that's why some people are living the dream. Look at these guys that are smashing it out there, that have got everything they want, yeah? They've, they've conquered the game. They understand the game. There's rules to this game. There's rules to this planet. There's laws of the universe. Maybe they're laws of the matrix. I don't know. There's laws of the universe. The law of attraction is one, yeah? The law of law attraction is one that you can attract. You can attract um, results, you can attract good things. You can attract good people. You can attract good energy. You can attract success. You can change everything because it's there to be manipulated if you understand how to manipulate the game. But every time I, every time I um, see these ancient sites, every time I look into the sky, every time I see the stars, the moon, the sun, you know, the, the grandeur of those things, the size of those things just make me believe that there's something bigger and I want to understand it. And I think that if you're going to go and create wealth, there needs to be a purpose. It could be looking after your family and doing this and changing lives and all of that type of stuff. And that's all brilliant and fantastic and I love that. And I've got all of them same principles as well. But if you want to do great things, you need a great purpose. You need a real purpose. Purpose is what excites you. Purpose is what will get you to do things, to move faster, to work harder, to explore um, new territories. And, you know, that's just really a kind of a, an insight and an outline into some of the things that I know about, I understand, and that I'm passionate about beyond business. But business and becoming a billionaire is a vehicle for me to understand where we came from. That is my mission. I want to know where we came from. I want to know who we are. I want to know why we are here. Um, those are the big questions that really need answering. Those are the big questions because there's more of a purpose than just showing up every day, just showing up every day and just doing the same old thing. You know, There's got to be something more than that. There's got to be something beyond this. I want to know what's beyond this. What is beyond um, this place right now? What's beyond this place right now? What happens when we die? Where do we go? Is that the end? Is it just the beginning? Is there a new world? Do we get reincarnated? Are we conscious of that reincarnation or not? What happens? Anyway, thanks for listening. I know this has been a slightly different subject for you guys. Hope you've enjoyed it. And, um, you know, stay tuned. And if anybody um, likes the same stuff that I like, then please let me know. If there's any pieces of content that you think that I haven't seen or I don't know about, then please share it with me. I would love to, um, you know, hear your take on where it is that we came from, who we are, and um, where it is that we're going. Let me know in the comments below. Thanks for listening.